0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you're listening. In this episode, I chat with Matt Clerkin. Now, I used to work with Matt at Havers People, and he worked in the world of ATSs. He's now actually spent the last um, couple of years moving into creative director and creative strategy role, and he's worked with some amazing brands in that short space of time. So this really is just a chance to talk about what he's been doing in the consumer world and those kind of learnings we can take into the world of employer marketing. Let's get on with the chat. Good morning, Matt. How are you doing?
1: I'm not too bad, thanks, mate. How are you?
0: Yeah, good, thanks. Happy Friday.
1: Yeah, yeah. Happy Friday to you as well. It's been uh, obviously a weird week, and we will try not to dwell too much on the um, lockdown 2.0, I guess. Yeah, uh, day 2.0. something happening in america as well apparently but who knows who knows oh yeah it's, i don't know what's going on there <laughs> <laughs> not much if you're in the state of nevada but
0: yeah, yeah. say rea- reality stranger and stranger than fiction sometimes don't they say yes yeah, yeah. very much so. so yeah goodness anyway so um yeah thanks for thanks for taking the time out i know you're busy but um it's great to to have a bit of a bit of a chat um uh so let's, let's start off with just introducing yourself and um tell us what you're sure
1: sure so um my name is matt clerkin i am a creative director and a creative strategist at the rig out which is a creative agency based in london um so we predominantly work across uh, kind of music fashion sport content um uh, originally from a kind of editorial based magazine and and, then progress from there um so yeah that's um that's kind of where i'm
0: at at the moment stuff and we we've worked together before um during our havas havas day so uh say it's um kind of great to great to see you doing some really cool stuff um cool yeah
1: stuff. it was uh yeah the good old the good old glory days i didn't really see the the pathway or the the segue from ats to to creative direction but here we are so uh i'm sure throughout the podcast i'll try and make sense of, of the journey and probably <laughs> probably learn more myself than than anyone else but um but yes um it's always kind of good to understand how i've how i've got to the to the point i'm at i, I guess
0: i think like zigzagging in your career you know whichever other terminology you want to use but that kind of zigzag and doing <laughs> yeah. different things is always i think it's, it's, god has no doubt helped you and kind of to get you where you are now other yeah. rather than taking a linear route that's often you know the way in, in careers isn't it
1: i think so i think you know you and i actually had a conversation the other day about it and i think the the zigzag is is very valid zigzag slash ups and downs as well i'd probably say but um you're yeah, too right yeah but it's it's yeah it's one of those things i think um i think a linear path i don't know how many people in any profession now, kind of have a linear path to 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 the goal that they want to reach. I think it's very much kind of scattered on approach to to things. And I think in in my life specifically, I've it's been a process of elimination rather than having a single focused goal, which um, I wouldn't recommend to anyone listening. But it is a way of getting to to where you want to be, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, so as you say, you you know work at the rig out and. Um, you know some of the projects you've been working on are sound you know sound really really cool, and I, I think what I want to do is just spend some time kind of kind of dip into the world of of consumer marketing and uh, give our listeners a bit of a feel for you know what what goes on in there because I think there's I think by looking outside of the world of employer branding and employer marketing um, you, know, you you often get your best inspiration and actually it's more chance you can do different things in employer marketing so i think for me this is a this is actually a big part of the podcast is about doing things that haven't been done in the in the employer marketing space so yeah let's have a chat about um about some of the stuff you've been working on um sure. what should we do do first what's your
1: what's your number uh, um What? so we had the uh the sports mask for under armor released or kind of aired on i think sunday was the first airing of it so that was the one with um with anthony joshua which was awesome. a pretty, pretty amazing project to work on um so did you call him champ i i did i did yeah <laughs> for my sins i did so um i try i'll try and keep it as kind of professional as possible but there are there are there were numerous stories of being on set that day which were were quite funny but yeah the, the one of I basically had to, we had a, a loose script around, around the mask. So for context, the sports mask is, you know, as this as, as is very big at the moment, a, a face covering for specifically for the gym and for kind of performance athletes, um, designed to help you breathe properly. I won't go too much into the specs. I'm not trying to try to plug it, but, um, but kind of, it sits comfortably on your face. There's a cooling system. It They are actually pretty brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so had to had to loosely interview him about the mask. uh, And we had six hours with him total. So towards the the kind of last hour, I managed to loosen up around him. But yeah, for the first for the first question, I think I think I said, how's it going champ and everyone pretty much just burst into laughter. So uh, (laughs) so what not what not to do when you're interviewing the heavyweight champion of the world? Point number one. Wow um but yeah so but that was uh yeah very very good fun interesting shoot and learned uh
0: learned a lot from that one so what did you um so what was the what was the objective of it of this of this piece of content that you shot with anthony joshua
1: sure it was um it kind of as i touched upon before it was it, it's about the sports mask and mm-hmm. it was a very it's a very difficult brief because of the terminology that you are allowed and, more specifically, not allowed to use. So, mm. they kind of gave us a loose brief at the beginning, said Anthony Joshua in the UK and globally is, is one of the, the biggest uh, athletes that they have on the, on the Under Armour roster. Mm-hmm. So, they said, kind of off the bat, you'll get to work with him, think about what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. So, we kind of started brainstorming and coming up with ideas for this mask and then immediately you're kind of thinking kind of corona covid breathability etc etc and then we got an email just being like do not use any of these words do not use any of these quotes or whatever so the mask itself they kind of went through the the, how they patented it but it's not you know corona free as is as is no mask on the market like no one Mm. can advertise it as being um but yeah, it was, it was it was an interesting one as well because it came out, I think it came out in North America first and they sold something crazy, like 30,000 units in the space of like an hour or two hours. So I, yeah, so I think it was one of those where it was a kind of double-edged sword because you thought, well, if it's done that well there, then it will probably do well over here. But, you know, they, they've they seen that the bar has been set. Like they want that level of success in the UK and Europe and now we have to replicate that so it was it was one of those things where yes it had done well but we had to kind of make the the content a bit more uk centric and a bit more uk focused in order to kind of sell those those same level of units which as far as i'm aware we're not too far off at the moment actually but um but yeah it was it was um it was an interesting brief to work on because of the the red tape around what you can and can't say in terms of, of of the mask's capabilities,
0: you can't make claims that will could be seen as being false <laughs> or tapping into people's fears of coronavirus. And yeah, I'm sure Under Armour didn't want to be a, associated with them.
1: Um, yeah, well, that's it as well. And uh, you know, it's also like with something like Corona and COVID that's so so prevalent at the moment. You you, you also have like a, a moral obligation. You know, like you don't they, even if they'd have said you are allowed to say it's you know corona proof or like you know if unless you can certify that it is like you 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 would be crazy to go down the route of of advertising something like that you know it's not Mm. it is it's something that's a very difficult one i think you know i've seen a lot of as we all have at the moment seen a lot of the kind of corona adverts and stuff out there and kind of banks telling you that they're going to be there to support you and this and the other and I think you've just got to be a bit careful when you're stepping into the realms of trying to talk about helping people with a product when it comes to corona and covid it's a bit of a a bit of a minefield
0: so what, I mean I'll be dropping a link into to the video um i remember seeing it on i'm sure i saw it on tv and i think shouted at the tv and my wife was like <laughs> <laughs> matt did that <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> um, yeah it's great to see it and it was um how, how long was the ad so would it, would it have been i think it was maybe 30 seconds
1: yeah yeah we had, we had we as with anything in this day and age it's kind of re rehashed and repurposed for, for yeah. every but it was uh we had a 30 second a twenty second and a few different fifteens with alternating outfits as well. Um and then there are a few six second cutdowns just for social where that was that was basically where where the interview was cut down when I spoke with, with AJ. So he was just going through the kind of benefits of the mask, the functionality, the fit, the design, et cetera, et cetera. Um but yeah it, to to be completely honest, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for this, but it was we shot it in really Highest spec, and it was kind of uh, everything was really well done. But we weren't sure if it was going to be a TVC, um, and it was only you know you always have the contingencies in place in terms of um, usage and whatnot. It's always there in the budget, and just in case it does get the nod. But um, we found out two two or three days before it aired, uh, and I think it was I think it was on during England v Italy. In the rugby, and then I saw—I actually saw it the next day in the halftime of United v Arsenal. Mm. Um, but I think the biggest one was my mum messaged me three days later saying I've just seen it at the the advert break in Coronation Street, which, um, oh, yeah. you which mean. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where she usually would have left to go make a cuppa as well. So I'm surprised she—I'm um, surprised she caught it. But
0: uh, she goes, "That's what you do, okay?" Yeah, yeah. That was, you yeah. know what? I
1: finally had some sort of like visual aids to help my parents understand what I do, you know, and I think it becomes easier when you have, yeah, a visual aid. I mean, I even remember, you know, when I used to work with you and I was, like, doing ATS systems and stuff, trying to explain that was – there wasn't enough graphs or diagrams in the world to uh, to help me out on that front. So it's it's yeah. becoming gradually easier to to explain what my role is and, and what I'm doing, I think.
0: So the actual – so the um, – so you had – okay, so you had a collection there of – outputs here didn't you? you basically had your interview content mm-hmm. with, with aj and then you had um you had a you had some different content as well so it was it was it was him actually boxing in the gym wasn't it
1: because so- i've seen him in the gym along with the, the 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 music that they have with the kind of french horns that very kind of american sound it works quite nicely together you know
0: mm. so he's so he's sparring in the gym basically and um and you're getting some really close-up shots of him doing that. And then I remember something about kind of all of a sudden the um, he's launched a, I think it was a right hook. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera just moves, so it feels like you've actually been punched yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was that. That was kind of one of those things where again you've got to be careful of 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 what channel it's going out on. So mm. we always had in the back of our mind that it might be a TVC. So I think be- at the beginning with that shot where that yeah that kind of overhand right comes in. I think on, on social you, and on mobile, you can kind of get away with a bit more movement in that. But if it's a, if it's a TVC, you kind of can't go too over the top. So it's one of those things where you're constantly thinking about the channels and, and where it's going to go out and how it's going to be viewed and how it's going to be consumed. And therefore, you kind of have to use the right techniques that, that go with it and complement that, um, which is, yeah, you know, it's, it's not something that that's not... Revolutionary, but I think especially for me, in the cre- like getting more into the creative, I've also got to remember the stuff from when I was like an account handler to remember those kind of things that you're like actually we've got to do this we've got it almost like a tick box exercise that you have in your mind going we've got to make sure this is covered we've got to make sure we do this etc. So um so yeah it was quite a quite an interesting one to to, to put the creative together but with a, a kind of account handling perspective as well.
0: Hundred percent mate. I think it's you know it's for me this is, it's it's the antithesis to well let's do T V spot and then just put it out on social as well. Yeah fundamentally understanding the platform, you know, the platform is on, you know, the platforms it's going to be on. So splicing and dicing it, cutting up, but going beyond just saying, Well, we need a six second version of that. It's going, yeah, that yeah. Really isn't right for the big screen, you know, but it's perfect for mobile is yeah absolutely the right way of doing so, yeah. it yeah so
1: you know what's really funny is you saying that is i remember being an account manager an account director somewhere and i never i never understood why creatives got so annoyed about that as in like if it was a 30 second tvc mm-hmm. all right we need to chop it and make a six second you know we're going to put loads of paid media behind it for social and and you, you know you'd hear the creative got like but it, you know it wasn't it wasn't intended for that it wasn't meant to be that you can't just <laughs> And I will just be like it's fine just cut it down it's cool and and like and yeah. I just never got it and, and then now I really want to offer an apology to any creative whose creative I might have butchered back in the day by just cutting it down to a 6 second and and saying that it would be fine so I do actually uh, I do actually apologize for that I understand it now I get it
0: although I I think there is a bit of of so that desire, not wanting to lose all the good stuff, but actually, yeah. it's about understanding that uh, you're not going to put it in front of somebody once.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah.
0: It's not as much as much as anyone involved in in creating content would love, you know, every single time for their one piece of content to actually change someone's mind or convince someone to do something. Yeah, no, no I hear that. It's gonna happen, you yeah, know, it's not going to happen. So, um, so it's uh, it's a bit tough to. Decide on what to leave out because you want to try and say as much as possible. But that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Is to is to do those little bits that give you a little bit of an insight into what else is going to be coming. I
1: guess that, yeah, I guess that's it. And I guess you've got to make sure that the that the central message still resonates and comes through. I yeah. in like, you know, if you're stripping bits away left, right and center, then, you know, you don't want to do it so much that you dilute the proposition of what you're making in the first place because then it's kind of quite counterproductive, I guess.
0: Well, then, if you yeah, if you start on the basis of knowing exactly what what platforms you're going to be on, and okay, what edits you need, then when you shoot with that in mind, then absolutely, it's going to be it's going to be bang on, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
0: Ricky Well, in the episode description, I'll um, I'll put in links to the videos. So, ping them over when when you got them, and I think that will be. It will be um, good examples of how actually you've got you know various you know, types of content in terms of what's actually being talked about and what's being shown, but also the different formats as well. So um, mm. yeah, I'll drop those in the episode description. Nice um, one, appreciate it. And we have got another one, slightly different, different space. Oh
1: yeah, good segue there as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just uh, just finished working on something for for Headspace, which. Mm. Um, if anyone's not aware of what it is, it's a, a kind of mindfulness, um mindfulness app that that's that's pretty, pretty useful. Um and without boring you with too much context, I was kind of one of those people that always thought that, like meditating and mindfulness was just a bit wishy washy. Just kind of just really wrongly turned my nose up at it and was like, I don't really get it, don't really understand it. Thought that kind of, yeah, I thought that sitting there doing yoga or kind of meditation was sitting in a room cross-legged humming for, for hours on end but um kind of completely wrong got it completely wrong understand it a lot more so i've actually been using headspace for about a year now um and they got in touch asking if we had any any ideas or any concepts of anything we we wanted to work on um so i along with the, the guys at the the rig out so so glenn the, the founder kind of helped me piece together a uh, a kind of concept for the, the morning. So they have something called the wake up, which is a segment which is designed to stop people from going onto social media or even like the news first thing. So you, pretty much the the key takings are like your day can be determined within the first five minutes of waking up. So if you go straight onto, you know, take this morning for example, you go straight onto either social media and it's a wash of lockdown 2.0 or, or uh, Trump and Biden, you know, you go onto. Guardian or BBC or whatever, you're going to get loads of of Trump, Biden, American stuff. And it's kind of like you do need to know this stuff, but there's a time and a place. And first thing in the morning, it's definitely not that. So they just have this segment called the wake up. And it was about, but it's quite broad. They have loads of different content curators that make bits for them. And they do a lot of it in house. It's just like a kind of three to five minute video that is just uplifting for the day. So whether it's about meditation, yoga, kind of stories spoken word etc etc just a nice little kind of pick me up and a lift in the morning um so I was curious about people with objects and they were quite they were quite keen to not use inanimate objects because you know the whole thing of mindfulness is that you don't need anything else but um the treatment developed in a way that it wasn't people saying I'm really grateful that I have a 700 grand Ferrari in my garage it's just kind of like people that have a certain object that reminds them of mindfulness, that act as like a a constant reminder or a push to, to take five minutes to sit down and go, actually, you know, I might be a, a bit overwhelmed with everything at the moment, but this object reminds me to just take five, chill out, get my thoughts together, compose myself and, and go about my business. Um, so the first episode that, that aired last week was a, a young lad, an artist called Joe from London, who had a or has a, a necklace from his grandma that passed away a few years ago so he wears it all the time and he's kind of not conscious of wearing it but every now and again he'll see something he'll see himself in a mirror or reflection wearing the, the necklace and it kind of reminds him of her and then all the associations that are with her and kind of almost reminds him to be a better person and show the um the characteristics that that, that she displayed um it's really we, nice. yeah it's it's really cool and it's kind of it, it's really nice hearing people's stories because it was quite a difficult one to cast because it's quite a niche. It's quite a niche thing to do because you kind of run the risk of having. When I first came up with the idea and was talking to people, you know, you've got people that are like, "Yeah, well, you know, I wear my lucky pants during the Arsenal game." Like, well, it's not, not not quite quite the approach I wanted to to go for, to be honest with it. But, but there, there there is still a level of 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 superstition or or. I don't know, it's it's quite hard. So we kinda I think we had we done a we done a lot of Instagram calls out between myself, Glenn, uh Teddy, who is the producer that worked in it as well, and just from the rig out, and we had a lot of responses, but we had to filter out a lot of them just because they weren't they weren't quite right. But now that we've got three episodes, it means that we can show people those episodes. So we there's like a call to action at the end of a of a an email address, which is thanks to you at headspace.com, if anyone's got anything um but uh but yeah it's it's easier now to show people like even me trying to articulate it whilst talking about it is quite it's quite difficult so if you you see the episodes it kind of it becomes a lot clearer but um but yeah it's it that was a that was that was a big one as well because you know sometimes you get an incredibly tough brief and it's quite hard to impress a client whereas this was the complete other end of the spectrum this was a very open-ended like do you have anything to to offer or do you want to work with anything and you've got to be like objective yourself there's still going to be kpis and metrics put in place to determine if it was a successful piece, piece of content but they weren't driving it they kind of opened up the floor for us and for me to go actually i want to do this or i want to do that which is which is amazing and also very difficult at the same time and you kind of realize that every time you've had a, a client that's had a brief that's very specific and you don't see eye to eye it can actually be quite helpful because at least you're working towards a shared goal um yeah, yeah true. So um so yeah but that that's been um that's been a wicked piece to work on at the moment really really enjoyed it and um yeah episode 1 uh, was out last week and then episode 2 and 3 come out in the next couple of weeks I think so I'll um I'll give you a heads up when they when they're on the horizon
0: Yeah we'll drop drop episode 1 into the episode description I think of the podcast um with this episode um I think actually it's um that's really interesting because I think about think about Andromeda and Anthony Anthony Joshua Um, Project, suppose there's this thing about it's kind of it's the love of the the sports star. It's the aspiration Mm. (laughs) you know you feel with that you know with that you know global icon that's going to kind of help convince you to to purchase something. Whereas this is kind of this is I think it's showing actually not to say that of course Anthony Joshua of course has a story. I think there's with the headspace thing it's 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 very much about those stories that people can empathize with yeah yeah right you know what that is me or that's someone i know so i'm either going to consume it myself or give it to someone else Um, Mm. so um i didn't want to say power of storytelling (laughs) 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 it's it's that isn't it without wanting to use you know uh, you know marketing cliches and phrases but um but I, i really like that that kind of that difference it's um it's an interesting one as
1: well and and i think last time we spoke we were drawing the the parallels and the differences between kind of uh consumer facing and then kind of employee engagement and, and whatnot and i think with some we've been able to use like the likes of the likes of anthony joshua you still have to have a concept it still has to be good it has to be shot well but you kind of have this thing of like well, we've got anti Joshua in this. Like, it, it, it's gonna, it's gonna hit. You know, it's gonna hit certain channels. Gonna hit certain people. Gonna resonate. Unless you have an absolute clangor, you've got a bit of a, a bit of a buffer there to work with. And then, you know, I remember some of the stuff when I was at Havas. Like some of the ideas and the creative that I saw that was just kind of stuck with me to this day. With the kind of stuff that Sean and like Dan Gregory and Dunks and people like that were doing. Like some of the stuff. And I mean it in the most respectful way. It isn't the most entertaining, or you know, you're not you're not going to win a neutral audience by it. But some of the creative that came out of it was so smart and so clever that mm. you've got to have that level of like. It's a very it's a very crowded market, and it must be very difficult to get cut through. But the ideas that you guys have churned out, from what I've seen over the years, has been has been amazing. Like I remember you
0: work hard, haven't you? Got exactly. You oh. don't
1: have you don't have, and I'd be I'd be very careful not to be like self-deprecating in terms of being able to do like the Under Armour stuff and you know like just having AJ doesn't make for a great bit of content but it no. bloody well helps like um but you know I, I remember one of the things that really sticks out in my mind that I spoke to you about before is that whole like interactive thing I think it was with like noms um oh, yeah. and, and that that like blew, that blew my mind at the time that was before yeah. I even knew I wanted to do anything creative and that was just someone there was no bias there. There was no like, oh, I'm championing it because it's people in my agency. I was, you know, across the office in a, in a dark corner. Um, so there was no, there was no allegiance. I just remember seeing that creative and thinking, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, is it in you to be a prison officer, wasn't it? And I think, Yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's the kind of- first video of
0: the, um, the actor in the prison cell, Yeah. getting in your face, which you would get at the assessment center anyway, actors would be, would be, playing a role of you know of a challenging (laughs) challenging inmate you know so um yeah it was great I love that love working on that that. I
1: think I think as well I mean I don't know and and correct me if I'm wrong but I felt like on that that was like the first time I'd seen I'm sure it existed I'm not saying that it was it was invented in Farringdon on that day but the, the level of like interactive um content was the, it was probably the first time that I had ever seen that in terms of I think it gave you like multiple scenarios of what you would do and etc mm. etc cetera, et cetera. And, and um yeah just I, just I just remember kind of being very inspired by by that bit of work
0: that's awesome and it's um yeah I think I think definitely if we look at look at as you say they have the, the kind of parallels with the with employer marketing space I think I think certainly it's you know from the under armour stuff, I, what really comes out in particular is, I think, think, really thinking about the outputs right at the very beginning, as opposed to retrospectively thinking about that. Mm. Which means you've got content that absolutely sits on on you know channels in the in the right way, and that mix mix between kind of showpiece sparring, you know, content, just him in the gym, to then actually him ha- having a having a conversation, um, I think it's a really nice balance. But then you've got also, you've got Headspace, which is absolutely focusing on the story and that story in the same way than in the employer space. If you hear a story that really really strikes a chord with you, then there is a an element of rapport that's already built between you and that that organization.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I think that, yeah, that definitely rings true. And I think you're, you're trying to get to an honest, Truth with that, aren't you? Again, like you, with with the with the headspace stories, you don't want to you don't want to fabricate something because you know that this would mean a lot to a lot of people and will probably help a lot of people. And I guess the employer branding space, you don't want to you want to unearth the truth of 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 an institution or or place that you're doing the the, the branding piece for. So Mm. if you're doing testimonials, you kind of want to know that they're true. You know, you kind of want to know what the the turnover rate is of 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 employees or, or whatnot, you know, you kind of want to make sure that you you unearth that that real truth because then it just makes it better, you know. It makes it makes the whole thing a lot more a lot more genuine and a lot more kind of tangible to, to, to more people.
0: Yeah, that truth is kind of that truth is basically is 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 and use another phrase buzz or buzzword authenticity, isn't it? It's it mm. it's a better way of saying authentic is is something that is true to the organization and choose the experience that people have or the opinions that people have in the organisation. So that therefore if someone joins that organization, the way they behave is is natural and natural that yeah. organization. They, they aren't doing things that don't don't feel right to them. And actually that does fit very nicely into into what Headspace is about as well. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about yeah. you know doing things doing things that you are naturally you know inclined to do um so yeah it's um that's been really interesting actually it's um i'm sure we could i'm sure we could talk for much longer but i think this this in <laughs> particular has been great to chat about you know two projects you've been working on i'll i'll drop in some links to that content um in the episode and maybe maybe we do a, another one later on um next year where we're actually you know showing the showing the videos while we actually while we actually talk um, yeah yeah
1: no it sounds yeah kind of a- a running commentary. Thanks very here. much. On. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice mate. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me.
0: No, my pleasure. Have a good weekend, Joe. Yeah?
1: Cheers, pal. Take care you yeah.
0: Thanks for listening and don't forget to follow or subscribe for the latest episode drops. And don't forget to get in touch if you want to contribute.